Hello, good morning, and welcome. It's Tuesday, the 12th of May, 2020, and we're back with episode 151. Sorry for my absence the past week or so. As you might remember, we were putting on a webinar on autonomous vehicles' impact on the construction and real estate sectors during COVID and, of course, the years beyond, so I've been kind of tied up with that. But suffice to say, it was a pretty resounding success. So for those of you who attended, thanks very much indeed. So let's dive in and get started, because today we've got some pretty great things to discuss. And I say great, some of which might be a bit surprising. For instance, Zooks is for sale. Voyage has partnered up with Fiat Chrysler Automobiles, and Intel is buying MoveIt. All this, right now. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so to kick things off, let's talk about Zooks because the timing of this is pretty interesting. Um, so, so one of the key things we discussed in our in our webinar last week was the the impact, obviously, that COVID was having on autonomous vehicle testing and deployment generally, and you know, coupled with the really unfortunate timing that a lot of folks are of the opinion now that AVs are really much further down the road than originally anticipated. Let's not forget, there were a lot of promises that we'd start to see level four and possibly even level five cars by, well, now, really, even Cruise, uh, which had rather infamously promised to demonstrate a vehicle with no steering wheel, therefore a level five vehicle, by the end of 2019, well, as I anticipated, and to be fair, virtually everybody else anticipated also, yeah, that never, never panned out. So so the timing is sort of a double whammy, right? So first, there's kind of a psychological cooling about autonomous vehicles, both their promise uh, as far as practical product, but also, of course, their chronological deployment time, their, their deployment schedule. And suffice to say, uh, we are decidedly right in the thick of it, the deep of the trough of disillusionment of the Gartner hype cycle. So really, it's a terrible time from a certain point of view for autonomous vehicle makers around the world. Um, little surprise then that we're going to discuss in a bit the merger, the partnership as between uh, Voyage and Fiat Chrysler Automobiles. We've certainly seen similar things in the past, for instance, uh, GM and Cruise, Ford and Argo, Hyundai and Aptiv, and this seems to be kind of the recurring theme. So now what we've got is Zooks. Zooks are up for sale, and they've announced uh, their sale price, which is a mere $2.7 billion. At least what I mean by that is that is their most recent valuation based on their last $1 billion in fundraising. So 
As a reminder, Bzooks have always taken a rather different approach to developing autonomous vehicles. Their mission has been decidedly different to pretty much everybody else, unless, of course, you include uh, GM's crews, which have recently announced a from-the-ground-up thing, a box on wheels called the Cruise Origin, about which, of course, I did a video from their launch day in San Francisco. You can check it out on my YouTube channel over at Autonomous Cars with Mark Hogue. Um, so Zooks really then is kind of the outlier, again, besides the Cruise Origin, which, you know, which have decided rather than trying to retrofit an existing car, they want to build their own autonomous vehicle from the ground up. So the chassis, everything. Yes, of course, they're testing their kit with existing mule vehicles, uh, but their ultimate goal is indeed to build a fleet of, from the ground up, Zooks podcars. So this is tricky, right? Because when you get investment, it's going to have to either go towards your software stack, maybe also your technology stack for the AV kit, and it's you know, or it's going to have to go towards building a vehicle. It's it's almost impossible to do a thing that does both. You can't really get funding to do both. I mean, that's just a massive, massive outlay of capital. And of course, that was the challenge facing Zooks all along, right? But then, of course, COVID hit, and whether it was due to a lack of adequate prep planning or the ability to pivot, or indeed some rather dire financial situations to begin with, well, the net result of this is that Zooks are now effectively up for sale. So on the one hand, this is decidedly mm, not very good news for the AV industry as a whole. On the other hand, I'd like to say for the record that I think this could end up being a really good thing. And you can probably see where I'm going with this. Again, think what we discussed just a moment ago, right? So we've got Ford and Argo. We've got GM and Cruise. We've got Hyundai and Aptiv. We've now got, as we'll discuss in a moment in the next segment, we've got Voyage and Fiat Chrysler. You see where I'm going with this, right? Well, all the American car companies are partnered up, like at a school dance. Uh, that leaves Zooks all alone, at least with respect to American companies. Yeah, well, fortunately, there's a lot of great companies around the world not in America, for instance, whether in China or Europe and uh Rest, you know, Japan. Well, let's see. I guess Japan are kind of spoken for as far as the major automakers, anyway, right? So let's see. So Honda is working also with GM and Cruise. Toyota, uh, well, they've got woven sit their woven city project. But unless I'm just totally drawing a blank here, I don't believe they're partnered up with a AV tech company. Somebody, please correct me if I'm wrong on this. Uh, as we just mentioned, from Korea, Hyundai are partnered up with Aptiv. Yeah, so, okay, so yeah, I think that takes us, therefore, over to Europe, uh, in which case, well, so now we've got Fiat Chrysler, which are with Voyage, so that leaves BMW, Mercedes, Jaguar, Land Rover, um, and obviously a slew of other smaller companies, but the point is, there is a very real argument to be made in favor of, this could be Zooks' finest hour, and on the flip side, this could be the finest hour for any acquiring company. I mean, Zooks have phenomenal kit. They've got some great technology that developed. And although I realize now that I'm saying this, this is a bit contradictory. The idea of partnering up with an existing automaker might seem to suggest precisely doing the opposite of what they wanted to do, which was to build sort of a pod car from the ground up. I don't see these as mutually exclusive pursuits, right? So 
again, the issue, I think the fundamental underlying issue is that Zooks couldn't do both, right? They couldn't both develop their AV technology stack. They, you know, whether that was software, hardware, or, or both. And they couldn't also at the same time be developing this pod car on their own. Now imagine uh, an OEM automaker comes around, whether it's, I don't know, BMW or Mercedes. Um, and, and the automaker says, hey, look, we think it's awesome what you guys are doing. Here's, you know, two and a half billion dollars. Let's continue this path because, yeah, it makes sense to, first of all, acquire your technology because we are just big OEMs who don't know how to do this stuff. And oh yeah, because by the way, what a convenient thing. You already are on the path towards developing your own pod car. Well, now we can build that for you because we've got the manufacturing infrastructure and so on. Not to mention, oh yeah, we've got some money. So I actually think this could be really great. And yeah, so for the record, I will go out on a limb and say, I definitely do not think this is the end of Zooks. I definitely think that they are going to be acquired in the, well, before they just fizzle out entirely. So whatever that may be, whether we're talking weeks or months, I think they will absolutely be acquired. And yeah, I I suppose it'll be, yeah, I suppose it's going to be probably by a European car company. Again, I'm weirdly just drawing a blank on whether Toyota is in fact working with any existing AV tech startup. I just I don't know. I don't think that they are. So I suppose, okay, I suppose it could be Toyota, but failing that, it's going to be a European car company, somebody with the resources, in which case I'm going to say it's either going to be Volkswagen, BMW, or Mercedes, because of course, and I think of those three, I'm going to have to go with Volkswagen for a few reasons. So, oh, and by the way, I'm not saying that well, actually, I kind of am saying, yeah, there is going to be an acquisition by an OEM. And yeah, I guess, therefore, I am saying it's going to be probably Volkswagen. Um, look, I think it's quite likely that I'm wrong. But just here's why this is the first thing that comes to mind, right? So Volkswagen are already on a massive, you know, they are just determined. They are on a massive, huge mission here to really pivot the entire company. Obviously, ever since the Dieselgate scandal a while back, during which time I also anticipated correctly that Volkswagen were going to do a 180 and really just do an about face to, uh, to to switch to EV production, which of course is their their whole mission now. And as we've often said, EV and AV go hand in hand. Any company not developing an AV, EV, or I guess we should just call those an, let's see, an AEV, autonomous electric vehicle, any company not developing such a thing will be dead or dying within 10 years. So to me, the idea of Volkswagen kind of, really catapulting themselves ahead, investing $2.5 billion, say, into Zooks to effectively bring in all the technology they've already started with, while then positioning themselves to start to develop their own electric pod cars, courtesy of the tech that Zooks have already started, that to me seems like a win-win all around. So I'll just leave it at that. That's my prediction. And I suppose, look, we can use Volkswagen as a proxy for anybody else in such a situation that would stand to benefit. But honestly, if I were to, if I were to guess it, that would be my best bet. So, um, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts. I, I should probably start running those polls on Twitter. It was, you know, I used to run them on Fridays, but if I remember, I'll do it today as well. Let's see what you think and let's see who's right. 
All right, so that does then lead us to the news about Voyage. So announced just yesterday over at Voyage CEO and founder Oliver Cameron on his Medium page. Yeah, Voyager. I keep wanting to say Voyager. Yeah, I grew up with way too much, too much Star Trek uh, in my life. Uh, Voyage have indeed just announced that they are partnering up with Fiat Chrysler Automobiles. And, well, I'm not going to rehash what I just said, but obviously this does fall neatly in line with what everybody else is doing. So I'm really not surprised about this at all. Um, granted, I never thought to discuss or, or, or think specifically that Voyage and FCA would partner up, but it does make sense all the same. In particular, just an interesting detail that I'd like to call out to you. So again, remember, Voyage have been developing the great bit of driver technology, uh, autonomous driving technology, FCA, of course, have the ability to manufacture vehicles. And conveniently, then, Voyage are going to be uh, developing, uh, as, as, as Cameron describes it, a purpose-built Chrysler Pacifica hybrid. It's developed specifically by Fiat Chrysler Automobiles for the integration of automated technology. Now, if this sounds at all familiar, yeah, guess who else uses Fiat Chrysler's Pacifica hybrid? Yeah, Waymo. Yeah, so Waymo started using them quite a few years ago. And um, yeah, so it's usually the same things that we hear about, right? So first of all, it's, it's, it's a hybrid powertrain. But I think most importantly, it's a relatively uh, easier vehicle to adapt with all the necessary sensor kit. And as a practical matter, being that it's a minivan, uh, it's certainly practical, right? So when, when they're ready, they'll be able to actually use it for, uh, you know, picking up many passengers. It's, it's easy for wheelchair access. Um, and let's face it, as far as minivans go, it is by far and away decidedly the coolest looking one ever. Yeah, I think this is probably the second time that I've ever actually said minivan and cool without the word not in a sentence ever, but it is true. The, the, uh, the Chrysler Pacifica does look pretty slick. Um, so yeah, look, there's not much else to report on this. Um, you know, Cameron goes on to explain that part of the collaboration, uh, it's going to be Voyage and FCA working jointly to adapt and validate the connections between self-driving software sensors and embedded systems. What's neat about this, though, is that we already know that this sort of this sort of pairing works because, again, Waymo and and uh, the Chrysler Pacifica minivan have been a fantastic duo for quite a few years now. So, look, uh, obviously, I look forward to circling back to find out more if anybody on the Voyage team, or frankly, even on the Fiat Chrysler team are listening, or if any of you listening have any interest to folks on either of those teams or both, uh, please be sure to feel free to make an introduction. It would be really awesome to chat. All right, so to close things out today, let's talk about Intel and their acquisition of MoveIt. So this is pretty neat. So, so if you remember, uh, a few years ago, Intel acquired uh, Mobileye. This was back in 2017. It was a $15.3 billion acquisition. And it was really Intel's first big, I say big, tremendous push into the AV industry generally. And so now Intel have done a similar thing, grabbing up MoveIt, valued at a relatively tiny, although still quite large indeed, $900 million. Um, and and what's what's really interesting about this is that while Mobileye was decidedly a technology company providing various bits of AV tech, you know, specifically LiDAR and so forth, 
uh, move it is interesting because it's actually also a consumer product. Um, so move it has something like 800 million users globally. What's neat though, is that they sell their aggregated traffic data to third parties, uh, including to Intel, uh, you know, Uber, uh, 7,500 transit authorities around the world get their data. So, so this is potentially a massive data play. And indeed Intel's intent is to effectively bring both move it and, Mobileye under the same umbrella so they can collaborate, work together. Because one of the ideas, and this is, so I don't know if this is necessarily the case, but it reminds me a lot of what here technologies uh, are all about, right? And if you remember back in January, 2019, I had the chance to join the here team at CES in Las Vegas for three days. And one of their whole things is HD mapping, which included traffic data, right? And so without getting into all that again, the point is, is that the more kind of external data you can bring together to work with an existing bit of sensor kit, then the better things are going to be. So whether you've got LiDAR and camera and HD maps and traffic data and vehicle-to-vehicle communication, vehicle-to-infrastructure communication, the better things are going to be. So in this case, then, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I think Intel is actually taking a massive leap forward with this acquisition. And by the way, funny coincidence, MoveIt is also, like Mobileye, uh, based in Israel. And if that sounds familiar, that's because... Wow, once again, it is astonishing just how much tech, or I should say how many how many tech companies in the autonomous vehicle space are based in Israel. In fact, if you remember a few episodes back, um, I chatted on the podcast with Tal Cohen over from uh, Drive Tel Aviv. It's a it's a sort of incubator venture fund based in, in Tel Aviv. Um, so yeah, wow, what an incredible amount of output from, from Israel in the autonomous vehicle space. Really astonishing stuff. Um, and actually, speaking of which, as an aside, uh, if you also remember, Inaviz was another company we had spoken about a while back. Uh, they had partnered up with BMW to provide um, uh, uh, MEMS LiDAR for BMW vehicles. Uh, I haven't heard much more about that. The last I had heard was that the first consumer-ready BMW 3 Series would be released sometime in 2021, which means that we should start to hear about it toward the latter half of this year at the latest, if that's still going to be a thing. Uh, so I'll circle back if I happen to hear anything more about that. But anyway, suffice to say, back to Intel and move it. Yeah, look, I think this is a really great play. Um, obviously, I'm going to be sure to circle back. We figure out you know, what exactly they plan to do with this. But suffice to say, it seems to be, I am certain of it, in fact, that the idea would be to aggregate all this, all this data from move it so that any vehicle which is using mobilized technology, which again is now part of Intel also for the last three years, would be able to make use of that data to basically supplement the input being received from the LiDAR and other sensors around the car. So we'll circle back on this uh, in due time. And uh, without further more to say about that, that is a wrap for today. Please thank you uh, for leaving any sort of five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts and a written review. If you have any questions or you'd like to reach out or if your technology company has any need for assistance, don't forget to check us out at hoagandco.com. That's H-O-A-G-A-N-D-C-O. Follow me on all social media at Autonomous Hogue and of course, Hoagandco at Hoagandco on all social media. Thanks again so much for listening. Have a wonderful rest of the week. I'll see you back here on Friday. Take care. Bye-bye.